Hello everybody and welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Dave, that's Scott, and we are now going to do episode 3 of the Star Wars Trilogy. Episode 1 and 2 are in the can. This is episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Um, yes. Like Scott, Scott, you said this was your... Of, of the prequels, this is yes. my favorite. I really... Um, I didn't think highly of the prequels when they first came out um and i have not seen this one since it came out this was only right. my second viewing of this particular one and um <laughs> i really enjoyed it and it made me like the prequels more uh -huh. and it bring it brings me to something that ewan mcgregor was recently talking about that he's was very happy to see this pre the prequels getting the love that he felt they deserved and i'm like mm. <laughs> they deserve a lot of the hate too ewan but you know they you do a good obi-wan he does a they great still deserve a lot of the hate but yeah not as much not, not as because much of the actors uh but yeah. yeah it's uh but i thought that was interesting that a lot of people are revisiting mm -hmm. that now with obi-wan coming and episode three ends pretty much where the obi-wan series is going to go because right you see right. that he has been tasked to go to tatooine you right know, everything right. happens in tatooine it's the the glue of the star wars universe i <laughs> i have a theory about that and we'll talk about that in a minute all right um i want to say something real quick to the folks that are watching thank you very much for watching yes thank uh, you tell, tell your friends tell your friends friends you know cats dogs Go ahead, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and hit the like button, the share button. Um, we, we do this because we like it. We, we, are, it. we are complete <laughs> geeks. We are complete nerds when it comes to this kind of stuff. Movies, oh, yeah. I, I love old movies. I love good movies. I love bad movies. I don't hate terrible movies, but I do like old movies. Um, this let movie me, let, is me, let me say something real quick before you sure, go. go ahead. For, it just just a... I have a young kid at works that I work with. He's 18 or whatever. And he's uh -huh. like, what's your favorite movie? And I said, it's really hard for me to pin down a favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, well, what, what's something good to watch? And I said, man, I, and with, before I start, we started doing this, I would have uh -huh. been hard pressed, but it was instantly, you got to watch Casablanca. You got to watch the Maltese Falcon. Right. You got to watch <laughs> these classics. I mean, it's right. like, and because of this podcast and your um, recommendations, I've I've seen stuff that I'm now recommending people. Yeah, I don't think he's watched it yet, but you know, wow. hey. cool. That's <laughs> yeah. great. That's absolutely. I love old movies, but I grew up. I don't know about you, but I grew up watching a lot of old movies because that's what we had back when I was a kid. Well, you know? and then if I look back at the movies I watched growing up, they're now old movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. um, but real, real quick before we get too deep into this movie, um, I found something out. Wedge Antilles, the, the guy, the character, Wedge Antilles, mm -hmm. was an actor named Dennis Lawson. He's still around. He's still acting. He was in the, the very last horrible one. Um, but Ewan McGregor is his nephew. There's a little bit of trivia that not everybody knows. I knew there was wow. a connection between Ewan McGregor and the original Star Wars, but I didn't know what until wow. I watched it the other day and, and there, the conversation comes up. Um I like these movies, these three episodes, one, two, and three, more now, watching them as uh, as I'm older. And the caveat is, you said something last time we watched these movies that George Lucas may have been writing these mostly for people who had never seen a Star Wars movie before. 
basically dumbing down the story, which I don't think he should have. That's that's well, when, for me unforgivable. That reminded me of what Ewan McGregor had, had mentioned in that article that mm -hmm. I was just talking about. I started to read the comments, and they were from a lot of people who said, I was five years old when this pre mm -hmm. the prequels came out. These are great. They, these were all people who were kids when they saw them. They right. absolutely right. love it. And I'm like, okay, I see that. Mm -hmm. I just think it could have <laughs> yeah. both been done. <laughs> it, it could have been done better. Um, yeah. And I, and I think... I was watching somebody talk about movies in general, and they talked a little bit about the Star Wars movies and what's going on with them. And the guy said, basically, love them or hate them, that the original trilogies were what George Lucas wanted. That was his vision. Mm -hmm. Watching the extended stuff or the uh, the specials, the, the extras on these videos, on these DVDs, I see a lot of the love that he did, that he put into these movies, that he was pouring in. They could mm -hmm. edit on the fly. They could get the basic scene down, edit on the fly, and know where they were going to have to do a reshoot or know where they were going to have to do a fill-in shot immediately, unlike whenever you're dealing with film. These were all done on digital, so they, you know, within a matter of hours, they could have a very rough cut of all the day's work and you know whatever they filmed up to that point. So they were kind of doing a lot of stuff as they went, which I found amazing. You know, you just, yeah. the stuff that I see is all old school film. They, they, mm -hmm. they ran it through the, the tape and, you know, glue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am glad um, I never had to learn it that way. Digital is the way to go. It, it, I haven't seen this movie, but it's, um, mm -hmm. I think it's baby driver is the name of it. Right. And, and apparently, apparently the editor during some of the car scenes mm -hmm. was in the camera car. And editing as they're going driving through Atlanta, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they could have shit right then and there. He had it was all strapped in, had a workstation, a mobile workstation. It's like this is insane. That I bet that was low budget too. Was was that a low budget? No, movie? it's big budget. Really? Because I was yeah. thinking maybe he was doing that because it was had to no. have it done immediately because in a time constraint. The only thing I've seen from that movie is the opening uh -huh. scene. It is like one of the longest single takes, and it is amazing. It is an amazing opening. Cool. It really is. It's worth watching just the opening, but seeing that the, the editor was with them there, I think they were under a time crunch or something. And I'm talking out of my ass because I don't even know. So somebody will correct me. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to get into that one because I've I've heard of it but never seen it. Yeah. Um. Now, for the as far as the movie goes, I have some good things to say about this movie and some bad things to say about this movie. No. What I've done that. is bullet points. Um, All right. So let me. Do you want me to read my bullet points, or do you want to read yours first? It doesn't matter to me. You know, you I only have a know. couple. I do. Ahead, this let's, is, let's do yours. I, right, mine's not mine. nearly as as far as they usually are. I only have, okay. look, look real quick. I have that, and then I have that. Just very wow. short notes this time. Very short. I have that. Okay, you, beat, you beat me. <laughs> you beat me. Your um, paragraph. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, and, and that's just one point, that paragraph. Right. Um, but I've, I've got questions for you being somebody who's uh, dug deep into the Star Wars universe with the uh, books and everything. And I, I don't uh, know anything about the expanded universe except a little bit of the Old Republic because right. of the video games. Right. Um, but here's something that I found very interesting about um palpatine was speaking to anakin about um darth plagius right and how he, he 
che- learned how to cheat death or right. he's learned everything and he learned everything from him right. and that Pelagius could even create life from midichlorians or whatever controlling right. the midichlorians to do that yeah, he said like, something like that like and it's like wait a minute yep was was anakin created by uh palpatine <laughs> or Pelagius or to be apprentice or Pelagius and so, that was like what the hell that was i thought that just got my wheels spinning See, I think, didn't I mention that or say something? Wouldn't it be interesting to find out Plagius is Vader's yes. dad? Yes. Uh, that would have been, yes, that's did. a good story right there. That That is a good story to find that out. Yeah. I you thought know, that was, that, that, that made me think. Um, that, that's and, a very good point. Because I didn't, I didn't put those two together, like Palpatine being his, you know, weird, mm-hmm. you know, father. Right. But yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good point. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's, I mean, I yeah, hate Metaclorians, like, but that's I do too. But it's when they said that, it wasn't a throwaway line. I think it was no. a very important line. And I, and I love this because it's going to bring me to another part that I, I just chuckled. Um, cause Palpatine, Palpatine told him all this and got Anakin. Right. So yes, I'm going. And I look, I fully understand Anakin's move to the dark. Right. Um, but when he, he <laughs> when Padme, is dead or whatever. Right. And, and the emperor's like, I'm sure the two of us can find a way to cheat death. <laughs> it's like, right. he didn't have the answer. He just, he just like faked out he, on him. He you was know? faking him. He, he was yeah. lying to him the whole like, time. I'm sure we can figure it out. But then he tells him he killed bad man. It was like, Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> we can do this. We, we're fine. Um, um, but we're getting, we'll get to that about that. Yeah. Scene. And um, the only, Travesty. I do want to know the history of Grievous. I think that's a really neat character because when I first saw him, I was like, why is he coughing? They right. finally show. He's, yeah, he's in the cartoons, when they close they in on the up. eyes, he's yeah. well, I, I'm, I'm going to start watching uh, the Clone Wars so I can right. figure out what the hell's going on. I think uh, Mace Windu, it, I, and I think it's in the, I, I think it's in the 2D, the, the two dimensional, the 2D regular hand drawn animation uh, stuff that Gendy Tartakovsky did. That's the stuff that I love. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff for me that started saving these trilogies initially. Because oh, wow. I think Gendy Tartakovsky went in and went, look, uh, I can do this. I can, I can. Basically, I think what he did is he went in and did George Lucas better than George Lucas was doing him. So when yeah. you watch these original cartoons, I think you're going to go, holy crap, this is good. Yeah, I can't never wait to watch it. it. Um, and I think and Mace Windu damages Grievous. Ah. Uh... But he Grievous gave him a grievous was, injury. Oh. Well, grievous was already like the robot, you know. Um, yeah. Um, what do they call him? Cyborg thing that he yeah. is. He's some other kind of species. I only know a little bit about the character because I didn't okay. find him all that interesting. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, I thought he was a nice design. Yeah. But way easily defeated for a master Jedi, and I'm oh, like, yeah. how is how is Kenobi having any problems kicking this guy's ass? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and, and so that's that's what I'm looking forward to uh, getting into the the yeah. animated series and the expanded universe. And that's one of the things that I've discovered is watching these now. After I watched this last night, Janine and I sat down and we watched mm-hmm. every trailer of the upcoming ones. Back oh, to back really? To back to back. And it's like, okay, now we're we're, we're ready because you know Solo's next, and we're going right. through. Right. And she hasn't seen some of these offshoots. Um, and the prequels. I don't think she ever saw the prequels. So no, no, shocking. Did, did she sit there and go, "I didn't never need to see these prequels"? No, she actually enjoyed them <laughs> quite them? a bit. Okay, um, and that's you know, it, and what I'm getting is I'm seeing the timeline come together. Yeah. It's it's it, and it's 
we're not having to wait 20 years for the next movie. Right, um, right, right. And that that's a lot to go back. So the, the fact that we're doing this marathon, I am absolutely loving yeah. it. And it, it has Pretty turned cool. me into a much bigger Star Wars fan than I've ever been. And that's really like, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I have okay, come to great. the dark side, um, which <laughs> going to the dark be. side, which brings me <laughs> to my next point. Anakin. Uh, props to Hayden Christensen this time around. I think he did a much better job uh, with the material. Yeah, um, but the material but, was horrible. But here's here's the problem. Opinion. Here's my problem that I just I just thought really. I never caught this before. Mm-hmm. He ta- he talks about Anakin talks about the Jedi as being selfless and only caring about right, other people right. and being like these knights, these holy almost holy figures. Right. Um. But when he goes to Yoda. To tell him his concerns and needing mm-hmm. help with something, Yoda's like, you know, anger leads to the dark side. And that's it. Is that it's it, you little green fucker? You don't have any right. words. And here's the problem. Anakin is inc- I, I'm gonna analyze this too much, is an incredibly traumatized character. Yeah. Um, he yeah. grew up as a slave. Nobody, you know, he doesn't have a father figure in his life uh, right. other than Watu. Uh <laughs> and um good luck with that. Yeah, and then his mother, the death of his mother weighs so heavy on him. And all anybody can say is don't dwell on it because you'll go to the dark side. Well, right. you're, you're all a bunch of bitches because <laughs> if you'd have helped this kid, I don't think he would have went to the dark side. I, I was talking <laughs> to somebody today about that. Like I was like, the Jedi have no bedside manner. None. There was None. zero bedside manner. When, even when he was a little, little kid, they just was, and they always talked to him like he was a little kid. Yeah. Even when he was like an adult. Um, I understand and, Anakin's frustration. I really do. My only thing with him going to the dark side that I had a problem with was him killing the children. Yeah, well, well, my problem was his motivation to go to the dark side. It wasn't there as far as I was concerned. If he didn't snap when his mom died. Yeah, why would it be over Padme? When why would it be over Padme the... maybe dying? It's yeah. like, dude, you, there was no, the motivation was really weak for me. It I, did seem a little felt, weaker, yeah. I always felt this episode should have been episode two. Literally, this should have been the second, the whole second episode, which should have been him going to the dark side. And mm-hmm. I and I've thought this through. I think he should have quit the Jedi Order to go with Padme. Something pulls him away from her. She goes to Naboo to have the babies. They're separated for however long she's because she was still had a little belly and she looked like she's mm-hmm. pregnant. So say she's gotten pregnant. She goes to Naboo. He's they're separated for whatever reason for nine to nine to ten months. That time he's turning more and more to the dark side. Because he's left the Jedi Order, he's only got the negative negativity of the Emperor Emperor or Palpatine just always talking to him. God, and whatever, he, was, he plays and whatever so well. other legions of people that he has that are negative and, and shit, always talking at him and you know, giving him not dark stuff. But I think he should have been getting injured a little bit at a time. Like he should have lost something here, you know, gotten injured to where he's wearing the Darth Vader costume. He's got the big battle helmet on. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the big long black cape. The, the, basically, he looks like Darth Vader if you were to see him, but without all the mechanisms because he's he's still Anakin Skywalker at this right. point. He's becoming Darth Vader. He's darker and darker and darker. And finally, when... Uh, they find out that the, the the Jedi find out that there's a guy called Darth Vader. They're like, who the hell is this guy? 
Obi-Wan has to go fight him. Obi-Wan's like, shit, I'm the closest guy to where, uh, to Mufustar or whatever the hell the planet is. Mustafar. Mustafar. Uh, I'm the closest guy here. I'm going to go Move there. And fight. I'm going to go fight this Darth Vader guy. And as they're fighting, maybe he's still got a helmet over. So he doesn't know that it's Anakin. And then finally Anakin like either takes off the helmet or it's knocked off, which would explain the big cut in Vader's head. They never explained the big cut in Vader's head. Yeah. But somehow that the helmet gets knocked off and he sees that it's Anakin. And Anakin has just been away from anybody with a positive attitude or that could have helped him for so yeah. long that he's turning and turning and turning. And finally, he's just decided, you know, that his the death. And that I think the turning point would have been the death of his mother. So after the death of his mother, he 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 leaves the Jedi Order. Padme's pregnant, shit's coming down. She goes to Naboo. He goes off to you know help the Emperor, the Palpatine, but he's not a Jedi anymore. So it's easier for him to be manipulated. Yeah. That to me would have worked so much better. And then Palpatine, like Palpatine has no idea the girl's pregnant. Mm -hmm. He has no idea she's on Naboo at this point. So after she has the kids, the Jedi, you know, Yoda and everybody's like, oh, crap. We think we killed Anakin on Mustafar. We, we need to get these kids separated because if, if the Emperor finds out he's got kids, he's coming for the kids. You take him to Tatooine. The, you know, the last place they're, they're going to look is Tatooine where, where he was born. And she, Padme, should have went with Bel Organa. And Bel Organa should have brought her back as his wife. Maybe always taking care of her on Abu, or maybe even her on, or you know, already on uh, Alderaan. She could have already been on Alderaan instead. And the time that they spent together, he's actually feeling for her. So when she finds out what the hell happened, she's like, "Oh my god, what what the hell?" Because she, there's no way she dies of a broken heart. That freaking kills me. I hate that. It's so that. fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. You have he, all he this force technology. Chokes her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he force chokes her, knocks her out, and all of a sudden she dies of a broken heart. Yes, it can happen, but it takes a long time to happen. Yeah. It's Doesn't not just, just like, going to be in five uh, minutes. She had too much to live for with those two kids. Thank you. So, and what does that so, do to Luke and Leia to find out? Oh, your mother didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So so to me, for Leia having the conversation as she does in Jedi, saying, I, rem I remember my mother being sad when I was very young, that tells me the mother's there. Huh. So they, they, he screwed up his own timeline in a couple of different ways. But wow. that could have dragged out. I mean, he could have kept going back to see her on Naboo, and she might not have even been pregnant until, like, much later yeah so obi-wan could have been older everybody could have been older maybe they just didn't see each other for such a long time there was a way to do this movie this wasn't it in my opinion this again i have to say this is coming from a guy who is not a multi-billionaire I, I did not make a billion dollars on one really good idea yeah, well. <laughs> so god bless this guy because he he did it he he went in and he made his money he made his mm -hmm. movies that he wanted Absolutely. to make I just think if he wouldn't have surrounded himself by yes men, this could have been a much better story. If somebody would have went, hey, how about, I see what you're doing, but it doesn't make sense for him to just all of a sudden, within the last 20 minutes of the movie, I'm a dark Jedi, I'm going to go kill yeah, babies that now. That didn't, it never felt right. It never felt like a natural turning. No. I think he would have turned when his mom died, and I think that's where episode two should have started. And this should have basically been episode two, him turning to the dark side. Yeah. Episode three should have been him 
becoming more and more Darth Vader and the big battle between him and Kenobi. And then you see the kids. And she could have, should have been standing on, uh, Padme should have been standing on one of those ledges overlooking Alderaan and just mm. having Leia in her hands weeping. And that would have been a good, a good moment. That would have worked. I think that would have worked. I, I agree. And I, I, I do like, um, it does appear that with the Obi-Wan series <clears throat> that we are going to get some Darth Vader backstory. Right. So, and which, which is good. We need, yeah, I, we just got the backstory, which is the, I think it, I agree with you hundred percent. It is a fucked up origin. If he didn't yeah. turn when his mom was killed by the Tuscan Raiders, then Padme just say, just, it just, it just, the fact that she might die, he was yeah. freaked out over. And that's why he went to the dark side to save her. I get the want to save. Right. But, you know, Anakin needed friends. Yeah, and he didn't have any. He really didn't. Obi Wan always did talk down to him. Obi Wan was a dick too. <laughs> and that's why I think that him being being out of the Jedi Order would have worked better. It would have fed yes. into the he's much more a loner now. He's much more alone. He's much more his own his own man, yeah. becoming what he thinks he should be. And there's you know? also you had mentioned the past two two podcasts about mace windu and um yoda exchanging yeah. looks and holy yeah. fuck they know what's going on yeah especially in this know- movie you see them talking and they're like fuck. and neither one of them want it to happen no but they know it and it's like are you guys in denial <laughs> yeah that, i think mace windu especially i think yeah. mace windu realized i have to kill this guy yeah because if i don't everything i thought about you pointing at anakin Mm-hmm. everything I thought you were isn't what you are. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because he knew that Anakin was going to turn to the dark side. Oh, he knew it. I don't, think, did. I don't think Yoda knew. I think yeah. Yoda knew something bad was going to happen. I think he figured it out, especially in this movie. But you can't tell me all these powerful Jedis didn't Thank know you. that Palpatine was right a bad there. guy. Right there. How did you not? How did you not? How, it makes the Jedi pretty weak. How do, how do four master Jedis go in to arrest one guy Three of them get killed like that. Three of the yeah, most was... powerful Jedis in the galaxy. I was thinking the same thing. These are masters. Like two seconds. I'm like, these guys aren't going down like punks, and they all went down like punks. Yeah, that was that was that was bullshit. But that that's that's my little <laughs> rant on if it were to be rewritten or if this movie is ever redone. Like if no. let's say Lucas family somehow gets the rights to come back and go, you know, my dad tells a really good story, but it could could have been better if he would have listened to me when I was 15 yeah. and told him, hey, you know, <laughs> there's no motivation here. Because the motivation was just bad, in my opinion. It was. It With was. that said, this is probably the better of the first three trilogies. I agree. The best I think one. I absolutely, this kept me pretty much entertained the whole time. Yeah. Um, even though yeah. I would laugh out loud at some shit like the dialogue or, yeah, you know, just dialogue. like how, how did the Jedi's go down like little bitches? This doesn't make any sense. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So w- with them going in and turning off the, the cry to come back to Coruscant. Yeah. The, the recording, you know, not every Jedi came to Coruscant. They had to go hunting them. And my, my big deal was about not having any dark Jedi. Well, speaking of the Obi-Wan series, it looks like they have the Inquisitors, which are basically dark Jedi. Hmm. And that looks like, okay, that's what I've been reading about. Somebody's finally fixing the big problem. It always sounded like they were in the Clone Wars, and that was a big part of the Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. it just looks like they just changed the timeline again. Like, oh, no, 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 that the, the Dark Jedi showed up afterwards. Well, why would they show up afterwards? Why wouldn't they be, like, turning 
at that point. Yeah. You know, to save their own neck or whatever the reason you become a dark Jedi. I mean, personally, if I had that force choke power thing, psst, I'd be using that shit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was, it just goes back to, I think Yoda says the only, only a Sith speaks in absolutes. But right. the Jedi were pretty damn absolute too. Yeah, they were. And it's like, come on, you you you're a bunch of hypocrites. And yeah, th- there was a lot of stuff going on that I just looked at and like, why would it? Why would you say that? Why would you do that? Why, yeah. why wouldn't somebody put their arm around this poor kid when he was a little kid and go, come on, let's let's go catch a ball, you know? You know, <laughs> let's go play ball, kid. <laughs> why wouldn't have Anakin had quit? Like, there's four times in this movie that Anakin could have just quit and walked away from being yeah. a Jedi. He, and he should have. Yeah. I would have. I would have been like, you know what? I'm powerful, I, but I'm not going to get into your guys' politics. I'm, yeah. I'm out. And yeah. that this still mo- could have been a dangerous thing for him to do. This movie, to me, did not paint the Jedi in a very good light. No. And, um, but it didn't paint like- him in a horrible light either. No. It, but it, it just it, painted it makes- them as more, more human than they ever wanted to admit. There you go. For lack there, of a better term, I can see although the there cracks. were alien deadlock, although <laughs> yeah. there were alien, you know, Jedi, but yeah, there was still the humanity of it. Um, real quick, I'm going to run down my notes, and you tell me if there's anything you want to talk. Don't about. Don't be a Zeno racist, David. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a Zenoist. Why didn't Why didn't Obi Wan <laughs> just use the Force to push all the droids off the ship? Good point. When they're fighting in the beginning yes. and they're they're flying in between, yeah. and the little droids are like, "Oh no, I'm oh my god, I'm getting." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you just do the hand <laughs> thing and push them off your ship." Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Since you mentioned that, since the the movie I texted you, Art, I, I fucking love R two. R2 in this movie, as from the very beginning. Yeah, okay, go for it. I love it. I was just going to say, R2 is cold-blooded, man. Yes. (laughs) He got those droids, those big battle droids, and he burned those bitches. uh, Janine Janine looked at me and said, when did R2 become such a badass? (laughs) Right. As soon as you find out he's got those jets. Yep. (laughs) That's funny. What are you doing? I'm such a badass. Uh, I dig Grievous's guards, their battle staffs. Yeah. The uh, I, I'm guessing that those are uh, uh, vibroblade, vibroblades. Mm. I'm guessing. I'm not sure. Somebody out there who knows for sure, I didn't look it up. I've always just assumed that because can fight against a vibroblade and not cut it through for whatever right. reason. I think it was like that even in the books, if I remember correctly. Never what I pictured, but really a cool story. I mean, that, that's just yeah. a badass one. Yeah, it was. Um, the acting is better. Not great. No. Don't expect great, but it's better. Um, R2, I, here, R2 should have interacted, I think, with Emperor Palpatine more. And with... Uh, Anakin Skywalker a lot more. There, I mean, I know he was with Anakin a lot, but it would have been better, like especially in the next movies, if you would have seen. And I and I know they don't do it in episodes four, five, or six, but they're now looking at these movies now and then looking at these like oh they actually filmed in order. 
it would have been cool to have a scene where R2 actually rolls up to Darth Vader. Talking to him. Mm-hmm. Like, happy to see him. Like, yeah. maybe he doesn't realize everything that's gone on because, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's only seeing little bits and grips <laughs> of it. And he's a robot, so he doesn't really distinguish. But it would have been nice to, to even have Vader look down, maybe have the like the lightsaber like he's going to chop him in half. And then just, just like stop, kind of like what they did in Empire. Yeah. Where Boba Fett's going to shoot and he just puts the gun down because he don't give two craps about the Wookiee. He doesn't want him to shoot 3PO. Yeah. As soon as these movies came out, I remember thinking that scene makes so much sense now. And I'm, I don't know if he planned it in reverse writing or not. But yeah. it would have been nice to see a moment like that with 3PO, I think. It would have been. It would have been. One of the things that, uh, since we're talking about the droids, 3PO and R2-D2, um, uh-huh. was... Or R2-D2, I, ca- I meant. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't catch this at the end, uh, you know, when they were going to send the droids to be right. on Tatooine. Oh. <laughs> to, get their memory, to get their memory wiped. Go send them off to have their memory wiped. Not, not R2. So Give R2... R2 R2, he gives R2 direction, and then he says, wipe the mind of the gold one, because yeah. the gold one was literally with Padme and Vader the whole yeah. time. Oh, that's right. He knew okay. everything. He knew where she was being dropped off. R2 didn't know where they were being dropped off. That's right. Okay, so that, that helps. But, but 3PO knew Everything he knew that yeah. she was pregnant. She knew who the father was. She knew That's who the he knew who the emperor right. was, and he knew who the kids were, and he knew where they were going. Wipe that fucking droid's memory. <laughs> well, they kind of had to because because he could have yeah. spilled the beans on the episode four. <laughs> yeah, even if he didn't want to, you know. Yeah, it would um, just, oh, by the way, <laughs> I liked Padme's callback to the Cinnabon hairdo. I know, right? I saw that. It's like, oh, that was shit, nice. there it is. Uh, I got to say, and I don't know if uh, anybody's going to agree with me. In a sense, I think Amidala may not have helped him not becoming Darth Vader. That, that, that should have been, I think that should have been played up more. She should have had more fear that he was feeding off of. Like maybe she was afraid that he would get killed or maybe she was afraid that something would happen to the babies or maybe she should have been at, at some point. And I don't mean like, like because she was so strong in the first two, you don't want to take mm-hmm. that away, but there should have been something because if you listen to her dialogue, he's, she's not really helping him. No. You know what I mean? Um, she's not the fault of it, but she's not helping him, but it would have been interesting that he was maybe picking up on a latent fear or latent anxiety in her. Like if she we don't get off yeah, if we did, if we don't get off this planet, something bad's going to happen. I I can feel it, you know, or whatever. It's, they I think they could have played that up more. You I would know? agree. And, and it would have been, and I don't mean to point everything at her like she's the reason he became a dark lord. No, not at all. It's, it's not. That's ultimately <laughs> the character's choice in this yeah. sense. But it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see him playing off her fears and it would have been better. Like maybe if she did have some sickness that she was dying from and you found that out, that would have been helping him turn. Like the Jedi are telling me, you know, I just got to accept death. And, and no, that would have made more sense than him just having dreams that were just basically nightmares. And he's the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy and nothing's crashing, nothing's smashing <laughs> while he's having these nightmares. 
Yeah. That kind of bothered me too, but that's yeah. a whole I didn't other think story. of that, but that's a good point. Uh, Metachlorian mentioned, Metachlorians are mentioned again. I think they're stupid. I think yep, it was a bad I idea. I like the first in episode uh, five, Empire Strikes Back, when Yoda explains the Force. That's how they always should have been explained. Yes. Yeah. My opinion, don't shoot me. <laughs> I agree 100%. I, I'll take the supernatural uh, bend over anything scientific right. when it comes to the Force. Right. Because it made, made better sense. It makes better sense. Yes. Yes, it um, the other thing is I learned last night and I forgot. I'm, I know I've watched all these specials before. Most of the Wookiees were CGI. Really? They had guys in costumes. They had, I mean, those costumes are beautiful. They were showing how yeah. they put the Wookiee costumes together. I'm like, holy crap. Hair by hair going in around the mouth and the eyes and they're yeah. cutting the hair and holy crap. That's beautiful work. I can't even, the craftsmanship for these are beautiful but most of them there's a scene where they're all standing up and they're yelling and yeah. there's like about a hundred of them in a circle the one guy up front is the only real one. Oh wow the rest are all cgi well, i was like holy crap let me let that me mention that real so quick uh the cgi on, on this movie was actually better and some of it yeah. actually still holds up yeah some not all. And I was reading something today. Um, somebody was talking about Jurassic Park, why the first one yeah. wor still works is because oh, yeah. the huge amount of practical effects blended with CGI. Thank you. Talked about that last night, too. Yeah. Me, me and the wife. We're, um, yeah, the so, opening scene with the big battle. Yeah. There's a lot that sticks out that you're like, CGI. Yeah. Oh, CGI. There's a lot that you're like, oh, crap, that you couldn't have done that any other way. It, that's, it was that's well good. done, some of it. But, um, but they should have. I I love practical effects. I love the yes. miniature models. I think had they used mostly models, like with the like dog fights and the, stuff. Yeah, I think it would have held up better. Like you said, if they had done a nice mix, I think it would have worked really, really well. Really well. I agree. I agree. And and, and it's something we're running across when we start to watch these old movies that are heavily mm -hmm. heavy computer graphics. Right. They looked great when they came out. It was amazing when it came yeah. out, but our brain is now used to seeing even better. So it's instantly we see that. So it's yeah. that's why practical tends to always work. I, I wonder how much of the acting problem, and I would love to be able to sit down with some of these guys and not be recording anything and not think that have them think I'm putting them under the gun. Yeah. Or, or trying to get them with a gotcha moment, but get their honest opinion, like, did that affect your acting? Because I sure think it did. does. Whenever you don't have the sets there, and you only have a, a guardrail that you're standing next to that's made up, I think that would affect your acting quite a bit. Well, it was, um, it might have been Endgame, one of the Avengers movies, uh -huh. the bad, the, you know, the bad one, which is awesome. Yeah. Anyway. It was, uh, I remember reading that a lot of the actors weren't ever allowed to be on set together because they wanted to keep everything a secret. You couldn't even trust your actors to keep a secret. So a lot of times when they're acting, they're not acting even against each other. That explains and, a lot of the bad Because when I watch some of the movies, it's like, God, these are A-list actors. These fuckers are good. Mm -hmm. This looks like shit, you know? They're, yeah. it, and that's a whole other podcast, and I have no yeah, intention of doing yeah. the Marvel Universe. Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> That's next, folks. Marvel Universe shitting on them. Uh, no, I can't do that. No. Unless you want to. I, I, <laughs> no. Gr no. Grievous has no force ability. 
I said this earlier, Kenobi could have and should have just used the Force Crush to kill him. Yeah, he could have. Just He didn't even have to crush the entire thing. All he had to do was grab his heart. His heart, yeah. Have a Temple of Doom moment? and then Yeah, done. <laughs> Grievous. Grievous pulls out all those lightsabers. Oh, that you killed a bunch of Jedi, little kid Jedis for that? <laughs> done. And just walked over his dead body. Sorry, yeah. you're a Jedi. You know you're going to have to kill this guy anyway. Yeah. Why the hell are you wasting time with a goddamn lightsaber at that point? Yeah. Push that guy off the, the cliff. Cr grab his heart. Crush it. Push him off the cliff. Done. Your job is done. <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. I get why I get why there was a fight scene because it was going to be cool and everything. It was else. really cool. It was a cool. But when, when you have somebody as powerful as that, you've got to do something to show why it's going to be hard. Um, right. I've been watching it's the second season now of Superman and Lois. Great mm -hmm. series. Absolutely love it. But when Superman is getting his ass handed to him, they at least explain why he's either been hit with some kryptonite or right. something has happened that has affected him mentally or anything. So right. The, so you can explain why somebody who's invincible is getting their ass yeah. kicked. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, so th that the fighting, <laughs> a lot of the fighting stuff just never made any sense to me. It's like, okay, it's like the battle droids, one of those big roller droids, the destroyer yeah. droids come rolling out. I'm like, you guys have the force. It doesn't matter whether there's a force shield between you and them. Yeah, just, Pick hmm. them up and roll them back. Throw them off a cliff. <laughs> Done. <And laughs> Why probably are you short circuit all of those yeah. with your mind. Just, I mean, you know, just do your thing. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> that just hurts my head when I yeah. think about how powerful these guys are all supposed to be. Um, I, again, Jedi don't have a good bedside manner. Um, no. Walk it off is not what you want to tell somebody who's getting ready to turn the dark side. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my other my other problem I already said, Palpatine takes out three Jedi Masters that quick. No way. There's no way. I mean, dude, it was barely a blink of an eye. I I almost missed the third kill. Yeah. I, I was know. like, wait a minute, how did he he killed the fish face guy? How did he kill yeah. him that goddamn quick? He, he it was like Chithulu. in the back. Was, yeah. yeah. He killed Cthulhu like that. No yeah, problem. He just went Come down, on. you know. He's one of he, the ancient gods. He's not going down that easy. Mm -mm. But like, and, and then when Order 66 is given, there's another Jedi, I can't remember his name, and if anybody remembers the name, I haven't looked it up. He's in a fighter. He's got the mask on. He's some kind of alien. He has to have this mask yeah. so he can breathe oxygen. And they just take him out. I mean, the fighter behind him just takes him out with no problem. He had no sense of anything. No, like, None of them did. They should have like a Jedi him. Spidey sense? Something should have clicked. Yeah. Like when you started feeling all the other Jedis dying... You should have felt it. Yeah, something should have clicked in your head. Um, Anakin wasn't evil. He was stupid. Yeah. He was stupid. Darth, Darth Vader isn't evil. He's stupid. Well, <laughs> I, I, will, I, I do hit a wall when it comes to the killing of the children. Yeah, that's... Um, th th that's I, fucking evil. That's beyond stupid. I looked at the wife yesterday, and it's like... In one of the movies, when he turns back to the light side, I'm like, "That's no, that's that's for a higher power than me to forgive." Thank you. Because that guy, I would have been like, "Oh, no, well, I found done. out you just killed a bunch of little kids. You didn't come back to the light side. Sorry, you ain't coming back from that. You're not coming back from. That. You may have saved your son, but you are not coming back to the light side. You do not get a pass. Nope. That easy. Nope. Yes. Never. Luke Luke Skywalker should have chopped Vader's head off. I agree, one hundred percent. Lucas. 
No way in hell. I don't care who you are. That'd be like saying, "Oh, Adolf Hitler, come on down. You, 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 you know, you know what? You put four kids through college. That's good. Come on, you're That's fine. Awesome. You're good. You can you're a good my neighbor. Guy. Yeah. What? What? No. You know the neighbors no, building ovens outside. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's no <laughs> too soon. It's always too soon. Always. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the whole sequence. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. <laughs> that's right. The the whole sequence just doesn't make sense to me. The whole him turning to the dark no. side that just never made sense. I'm with you. Uh, I'm not, and we we just talked about Amidala dying or Padme, whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, dying. Um. Yeah, they should have killed her. It was stupid. It was dumb. It was it was for a cheap a cheap tear. It didn't work cheap, because uh, yeah, it was like a lot what? Didn't work. Yeah, no. no, no. You die of a broken heart. Like if you've been married for eighty years and your wife dies or your husband dies, and you just miss them so much and there's no one there to take their place. That's when you die. This, you know, she had too much to live for. I, I don't know why, but it made me think of Pixar's Up. I've never very, seen it. It's Everybody looks at me the exact same way you just did. <laughs> well, when you get a, get around to it, I do recommend it. But the very uh-huh. beginning, it just it's a brief little montage of this right. this man living his I heard life. It's the and saddest he, thing in the world. If, if you don't cry at the beginning of Up, you don't have a right. heart. And oh, yeah. see, something that simple. And I had no emotion when Padme died, other than huh? Right. <laughs> Everybody in the theater was like, "What?" Yeah, I I remember. Because Kat and I just looked at each other, and you could see everybody in the theater going like, I was waiting for somebody down front to stand up and go, could somebody explain that to me? What just happened? What, oh, why that would have been so fucking epic. I would like to go back in time and be that guy. What the hell? Absolutely. Does anybody else see a problem with this? Uh, people would have killed me. Yeah, uh, but it would have been everybody would have been going home. Yeah, the guy had a point. Yeah. <laughs> um, most of this, sh- like I said it already, most of this should have been an episode two. Most of yeah. this movie should have been episode two. Yeah, I, I just, I'm gonna just say, it. I'm, I'm calling you out there. Here's something. Did you know that Spielberg directed the the fight scene, Duel of the Fates, on Mustafar? No. He was the director and that he had to keep that secret because the director's unions were giving him shit anytime he tried to help George Lucas. So they yeah. just didn't tell anybody that he did it. And that I don't think he's even got a screen credit. Well, here interesting point um, about that. And that that's pretty accurate because uh, mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez, I forget what movie he was doing. Um, and my, but he wanted another director to come in and direct and he was uh-huh. going to give him co-billing and i guess the guild said no you can't have co-directors and he's like fuck you and left the guild so yeah and and that's that's it's interesting yeah george lucas wasn't a guild member yeah and i can see why star wars like that because rodriguez is like you know my friend deserves the credit so oh it was sin city for sin city sin city oh really yeah cool good for him sin city was actually a good movie um Lucas left because the way he did the scroll in the first Star Wars, they were giving him shit saying, no, you have to say who's starring in it and who's yeah. voice. He said, no, I, I run yeah. those at the end. It's now standard practice. But they were giving him so much shit, he left the guild. He left. Yeah. I think he even left uh, whatever film, whatever whatever controls the films. 
He was like, yeah. screw you. I'm taking my film. I'm going home. And yeah. Well, when, when you look at the old movies, um, they got all the credits in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Everything's at the beginning. Now they're moved to the end because people are like, no, right. I don't want to start right. my movie that way. I don't care. I, I'm here for the movie. I want entertainment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. People you deserve the, the credit, music. but put it there. Yeah. <laughs> have the music play. Have have the intro music like always. That's fine. And if you want to occasionally do the thing underneath that, I don't care about that. But credits yeah, now are like ten minutes to... long now. Yeah. yeah, some of them are just bad. Um, but it was interesting. I forgot that Spielberg had done it until they started talking about it on the extras. Hey, on on uh, Mufalada, Mustafar, 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 <laughs> Mufalada. Uh, it sounds dirty. <laughs> You might want to edit that one. I don't know how dirty that word really is. It's a it sandwich. Really... Okay. So, um, is that cold? <laughs> it, is that cold lava? Because to be anywhere close to that, it had to be a couple thousand degrees. Oh, Kat and I were talking about that last night, and I'm like, "Well, when you're in the building, it's it's the deflector shields that are keeping all the heat off, right? It's the deflector shields that are keeping." you safe because that's how it's supposed to be. I'm saying deflector shields. All right, go with me. But the problem was the thing that they were on in the planetary, the whole fucking planet is one big ball of lava. I don't know how, how were they breathing? Walked up the hill. Yeah. Where did the oxygen come from? But let's not talk about the oxygen yet. Let's not, let's ignore that. There's no plant life on this fucking planet. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, I've never, maybe, maybe there's a lava somewhere that creates oxygen and I'm unaware of it. I've never heard of it. It's oxygen Damn it, lava. Dave. It only exists on Mustafar. Oh, yeah, Mustafar. But the heat alone should have killed those. Jedi or not, I don't give a damn you. who you are. You're dying. You yeah. are not climbing up that big steel girder thing. It's been in lava. That heat is going up. Not only is the heat going up from because it's floating on the river. But the stuff that cut it in half is still dripping down towards you. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, okay, this is entertaining, but damn. <laughs> but with that said, that fight choreography was badass. That was. That really was. That's what I said. It was entertaining. Notch. Those guys, they showed some of the practicing in the, uh, in the extras. And those yeah. two guys were really good. I mean, they really were good. Even they sped up the film a little bit, of course, yeah. but they were good when you see them practicing. They were pretty fast, like with the hits and kicks. And they, I'm yeah. sure they hit each other a lot on the knuckles and shit, but it was I'm good. Sure. It was really well done. Um, you Back to Padme. You do not give natural childbirth while you are dying from a will to die or a will to live, no will to live, because you have to push hard. You have to do a. There's a lot to natural childbirth, yeah. which is what so, she was doing. If she had no will, she would. So just, she had no will. She would have just been like, "No, I'm dead. I'm done." But to give natural childbirth, and then all of a sudden, just oh, okay, I'm dead. I I'm not buying it. I'm not With buying all it. the all the technological advances that they obviously have. Define physics and everything else as right. we know it. Right. This should not have happened. Robot chicken comes to mind. Have you ever seen that? Where the yes, uh, the, the droid, Doctor Droid, or whatever his name was. What do you mean she has lost the will to live? We got all these machines here. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch that again. It's this, so good, if, if folks. If you haven't seen the robot chicken Star Wars stuff, there's oh a, god, there's, those guys are so funny. There's a 
robot chicken that talks about Padme dying from a will, broken heart. He's like, what do you mean dying from a broken heart? And it's one of the, the droids, the interrogator droids from episode four or five. Oh, she- <laughs> he just, he's just, and he's got like a little doctor hat on with a light. It's funny as hell. Uh, and I really hate the Frank Invader at the end of this movie. That's my last note. The Frank Invader. He's on the Thank table. Because I, I thought the same <laughs> thing. I was like, are you kidding me? That's Frankenstein's mom. And it's the way he walked. Ooh. Yeah. That so that's obviously direction because that was a bad choice. Oh yeah, I that was a horrible same choice. Thing. It's like, oh my god, it's Frankenstein's monster stepping off the slab. Yeah. And it's horrible with the light, the everything about it was Frank Invader. Yeah. See, if shit would have been crushing while he was having his nightmares, that scene would have made more sense. That scene I would have went, okay, he's mad. I get it. But they, it wasn't as cool a scene as he thought it was. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Everybody I know that's seen that is like, oh my God, it's Frankenstein. This is yeah. horrible. Yeah, sure as fuck is. That was a horrible birth for that Dar- version of Darth Vader. I agree. I agree. I'm glad we saw it. Um, I yeah, think it could have been done better. Not as bad as it used to be. No, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I, yeah. I think the prequels have a, definitely have a place. That story has a place and it's worth mm-hmm. watching. Um, yeah. This is... This, with all its giant holes in it, is still really entertaining. Yeah, it is very entertaining. There's a lot of good in this movie. Yes. There's also a lot of a lot of bad, and I think we covered the bad. And like I said, I, I know I tore the, this movie apart, like where I think Padme should have been and what should have been going yeah. on with Vader. But I, that, as a fan, I've been thinking about this since I saw this movie. So... As a fan, looking at it for this time, how how do you fix that? If I if I were given the script, if George Lucas came in my house and said, "You know what? I just I want to fix this. It didn't work for me, but I was in a hurry or whatever." And how how would you sit down with me and I would just have this conversation and go, yeah. "You know what? You're not going to like anything I say, but this is what I would do." And <laughs> after he you know told me to f off and threw my you know soda on the floor and walked out. I would feel better because I'd be like, told George Lucas exactly what was on my mind, and I feel better about it. My soul is cleansed. He would probably not listen to me, but I again, I don't think anybody ever told him no. But then again, you never know because he, he's he got all those creatives around him, creating the, the worlds and the universes and drawing. He may, may have listened to somebody if they would have went, hey, George, why don't you... He should already be turning at this point. He, yeah. It should be an obvious turn when his mother dies. It shouldn't be a gradual thing. It should be an obvious turn. Yeah. You know, but that's that's me. There's that a lot missing that shows. Uh, I think there's a lot missing that makes a more believable turn to the dark side. I think he right. too easily went there. Um, yeah. And that, yeah. I mean, I understand where they were going with the motivation. I just think it should have been a hell of a lot more because I didn't mm-hmm. believe it. And, you know, right. So it's. What would have been very interesting is if um, Padme had been dying with with the baby and he knew the baby was there and he was able from whatever he learned from the dark side to actually bring her back to life at one point. Then when he sees that the Jedi are trying to get rid of Palpatine, he would have been like, no, this guy just saved my wife's life. That, that for me sense. would have been a better motivation because, hey, I just, I know how to save people. You know, I yeah. can save people and you're not going to let me? That's, you know. That makes a better moral argument and conversation. 
And then he could, then it would, I not forgivable, but you could get into the guy's head and say, okay, he's going to kill all the Jedi, no matter their age, because he knows he, in his head, he thinks they're going to grow up to be these evil bastards that won't let me save anybody. And And I'm going to have to fight all of these guys later. So it's better to kill him now. That That would have made it not, I don't agree with it, but what I'm saying is for the character drive, it would have worked better. Oh, it would have definitely worked and you would understand it. So, but that's just something, you know, again, it's one of those deals that if I said that to him, he'd probably look at me and go, Dave, who's the billionaire in the room? Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you are, but you still wrote a bad story. He did. He did. I'll never deny his world building and what he gave us. Oh, it's beautiful. His his genius is honestly, his genius is beyond compare. To anybody in the movie industry right now, I think yeah. I, I honestly think that I don't think Spielberg can't touch him. Filoni can't touch him because Filoni's living off his his druthers. Um, the only one that would come close that I think could could build a universe and make it work would be Favreau. I've seen him do enough stuff, <laughs> uh, but but could he do it to his own universe? Could Favreau take nothing? And create ah, something, or does he take? Know. Does he take other things that he looks at and goes, "These are falling apart. I, I can save this." Even that is a talent that I don't see in Hollywood all that much. No, and one know. of the things about uh, Favreau when we talk about the Star Wars series that he's mm-hmm. uh, spearheaded and everything, it's <clears throat> it's obviously he's taking notes from the fans. Right. And from the source material and he's listening to, it seems like he's listening to people. And if you look at the directors right. he's brought in to co-direct with him on all of mm-hmm. these, they all have such a star Wars passion and yeah. that's yeah. great. So you've got fans making, saving the, the star Wars universe. And they're all the right fans. They're not the geeky yeah. fan boys that go in and do fan films that are trash. They are true fans that know the lore. They yeah. know what they know what George Lucas was trying to create. And again, I'm never gonna I God in heaven, I will never take that away from the guy. This oh, no, man is absolutely a freaking not. genius. I just I just don't think he should have directed these three movies. I'll say that again. Um I would agree he he's uh some of his dialogue was rough, and I think he did have <laughs> plot holes. And I yeah. think it's because of people that he surrounded himself with. I don't I don't know if it's that he just fired anybody who disagreed with him. I don't know what kind maybe of guy. Not, maybe guy people were really like, is. "Hey, it's, he's a god. We can't, we can't say anything." Or, or if that was the effect that everybody was just like, "I'm not going to tell this guy this movie sucks. It's going to make a billion dollars. What difference does it make?" That's, the first episode still doesn't hold up for me. I mean, there's a lot of good. It's better now as I'm older, but it still isn't a good episode because there are certain points where he should have showed that kid does have a dark side, and he never did. You know, I, I think it just would have yeah, worked because we talked about that with um, God, I can't even think of in the uh, pod the, race. Sebulba, yeah, yeah. Sebulba crashes. Sebulba yeah. should have died in that. Yes, and the and little Anakin could have smiled. <laughs> I still say, Anakin should have turned around, looked looked over his shoulder, and gave a grin, and then looked forward, like right at the camera, like smiling, and you would have been like, "Oh shit." This this is Darth Vader. This kid's yeah. going to become Darth Vader. He missed a lot of opportunities to really flesh yeah. that character out. So I am yeah. looking forward to the Obi Wan series just to see uh, yeah see where they where he goes with Vader this time. It's going to be interesting because some people think they're going to meet in a clash, and some people say no. 
Um, after yeah. watching this third movie, I think there might be room for him and Obi-Wan to meet again. I, I think there might be. Because, again, uh, a guy had said, Chris Gore is the, character, the guy's name that I watch every once in a while on, I think it's Film Threat. Uh-huh. He was talking about that scene. He's like, they might meet. And he goes, it would be interesting because the last time he saw him, he was just dying on, on the thing. Does he even know that Vader's still alive? Probably not. <laughs> so how does he know he's more man than machine or more machine than man now? Because he's like, well, he's only missing his leg and an arm, you know, at that point. So what does he do to Vader again to try and kill him? Yeah. So that would be an interesting thought. I mean, if he if he f's up Vader even worse now, because there's not much at the end of this at the end of this movie, all he is is a torso, right? Like, yeah, he's because he's lost his arms. He's lost one of his one of his arms, both of his legs. He's lost both his arms. He lost his. No, no, he still had the one arm. He, I think, well, it's a a robotic arm. arm, So was it the robotic arm that was still on? Yeah. So he lost the other one. There's the only he's a torso. So at this um, point, it's like, okay, what else could top. he do to this guy <laughs> to, to where he thinks he's more machine than man? Yeah. I don't know. Damn. Uh-huh. Well, I want to, I forget what I was going to say. It was about that scene there when um, mm-hmm. when Obi-Wan leaves him for dead. Right. That's pretty cold. That's all Just I was going to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I no, that's, that, that, no, I said that's exactly what I was going to say. That's it. <laughs> that, that's, um, that's evil beyond belief. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I was like, that shows how far how he was like, I am so done with you. I yeah. won't even piss on you while you're on fire to help you out. I'm going to walk away and let you roast. And like, do you Damn. think that he left him there because he was on fire and he was just like, well, he's going to die and walked away? I would have taken the damn lightsaber, went down there and finished the job. I think he left because he's like, fuck him, he's dead. He's nobody, he's nobody not coming back from this. Yeah. There's and no if way Palpatine wouldn't have to come pick him up, he would have died. Yeah, he probably would have because he was sliding. Yeah. He was sliding right into the abyss. In more ways than one. But, uh, yeah. Ooh, that I, was I, a nice little metaphor there. I didn't even catch that. It was. I mean, he, it, it, he's yeah, burning He was in literally hell. sliding into, into darkness. That whole thing was a metaphor for hell, if, if you ask me. All the, that whole fight scene I metaphor. feel like an idiot because it, now it's so in your face. Well, yeah. I mean, he's burning. He's <laughs> on fire. And the angel is on high, which is Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, who's like pleading with him? Don't don't do this! Don't do this! Don't do that! And he he does it, and he's got to take him out. Yeah, his last his last freaking lesson. <laughs> he should have killed him. Should have killed him. Yeah, I think he should have killed him. Because I think what he did was far worse than killing him. Yeah, and well, it a also, Jedi to do that is that not uh, giving into the dark side there, Obi Wan? Kinda. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think yeah. so. So does Obi Wan lean to the dark side after what happened to Qui Gon Jinn? That falls back into my Qui Gon Jinn moment. Yeah. Why didn't Obi Wan turn to the dark side when Qui Gon Jinn is dead? He's mad. He yeah, and he, he lets his anger out on this guy. Uh huh. On Darth Maul in that movie. So why didn't why didn't Obi Wan turn? That's a great point. So do you have any more notes on? Uh, no, that was it. That the, the whole Frank Invader was the one that. Yeah, <laughs> really I, gets me. I remember thinking that last night. So, um, I'll go ahead and give my final thoughts on uh, episode three. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, yep. If you haven't watched the Star Wars movie series in a long time, 
go back and do it and wa- start watching them in order. I know it's a big ask, yeah, but yeah. I'm I, to see these without having years and years wait. Some of these mm-hmm. we had to wait 20 years for. So it's, yeah. yeah. There's yeah, a so, long gap between Empire and Jedi. So there's a lot <laughs> lost. So seeing all of this happen, it's like, okay, yeah. this is actually really cool. This is cool. Yeah. So um, Dave? I, I would say watch these again. Um, when I originally saw the first one, I remember just walking out of my head and walking out of the theater and shaking my head, walking out of my head. I was like, as in I was leaving my body. Um, it <laughs> It was not good. I remember just having arguments with people going, how could you even think that that was a good movie? You know, like <laughs> why? why? Yeah. And then I found out a lot of people who really liked these movies had never seen the original Star Wars. So they had nothing to compare it to. And I would tell them, go watch the original Star Wars. You have to go watch the original Star yeah, Wars. You absolutely do. Um, but knowing what you know, and then what you said also about him writing and how he wrote it, the stories, it was a genius move to write them like you don't know who Darth Vader is. You don't know who Palpatine is. You don't know that Jar Jar Binks gets disintegrated by Boba Fett, hopefully in some future episode. <laughs> we can only hope. Maybe, I don't care who does it. <laughs> maybe in the Obi-Wan series, you'll see that. That'd be fun. That'd be great. But um, it'd be interesting to see what they do in the Obi-Wan series. I'm yes. looking forward to that. Uh, I'm just hoping that they don't, I, I have a fear, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my fear off camera because I don't want everybody to go start hating on something that hasn't happened yet. You got it. You got it. So next week, we are moving on to the next chronological order timeline of Star Wars, yep. which is Solo. Solo. Uh, I've only seen this once. I'm looking forward to watching it again. Um, I love a good heist movie. Yeah, so. I have watched it several times and I do enjoy it. So that, that that's if you don't want to watch the, the next one, watch it anyway because... We're going to talk. There, there are we're problems gonna... with it, but we're going to talk. Yeah. So, that being said, we will see you next week, and may the force be with you. And we'll see you.